welcome back to Parsh Car Convos. I'm Maddie Mitchell and I'm your host today and always because, well, quite frankly, this is literally my podcast, so who else is going to host it? Happy freaking Monday and happy freaking New Year. I know I did technically release an episode on January 1st, but this is my first time recording in 2024, which is exciting. It's been a while for me. I haven't recorded since December 18th, and even then, it was with Tori, so I feel like it it didn't count because that was just like a fun conversation with a friend, and this is me sitting down talking to myself for an hour, give or take, which is just as fun, honestly. It's just, it feels good to be back in my natural habitat. It was nice to kind of take a break and to pause and relax and kind of reflect, but I'm so excited to be back. I'm excited about 2024 and what's to come with Parched Car Convos, and I hope you're feeling excited about the new year. I hope you're feeling ready to tackle the entirety of the new year right now in this present moment. And I don't think that that's too much to ask. I am really excited. Today's episode is going to be ins and outs of 2024, which is a trend that I'm sure all of us have seen on social media. So it's a little mix of my ins and outs. Plus I asked you guys what your ins and outs were. This is a great reminder to be following the podcast and myself on Instagram. Both are linked in the show notes, but the podcast Instagram is at parkedcarconvos.pod. And I also asked on the podcast Instagram actually for some episode ideas and you guys delivered. And I also just want to say if you've ever DM'd me with an episode idea, chances are I wrote it down and it's on the schedule. Okay. I just planned out the entirety of Q1 episodes, which I'm really excited about because that kind of takes some pressure off of me to have it just all written out. Um, And I'm really excited about the episodes that we have to come. A lot of new like topics and episode ideas, but also some old ones that will now have a new spin because I'll be able to ask you guys for your stories, which is always so fun. So thank you for anyone who has contributed to that in any way, shape or form. That really does help me. And it makes me feel better knowing that I'm making an episode that someone actually does want to listen to. And I know that for a fact. That always is a good feeling for me. One episode that I'm really excited about actually is next week's episode, which I'm going to tell you guys about just so you can write in if you want to, because um, I will probably be posting the link to write in or the question box to write in on Monday as you're listening to this episode, hopefully. It's going to be a gossip-centric episode, so you will be writing in any hot, juicy goss that you have in your life right now. It can be your own gossip, your own tea. It could be your best friend's tea. It's all going to be anonymous, obviously, always. Um, It could be some family tea or drama, some work drama or gossip. I just want to... I love gossiping, and I love gossiping with you guys, especially when it's not my own gossip because the stakes are so low for me, if I'm being honest. So that's just like really fun. So I would love for you to write in your gossip. I just wanted to kind of clarify that it is different than a smorgasbord episode. This is just dedicated to gossip, not going to be giving any advice unless it like absolutely warrants. It's just for fun, haha, silly gossip. So thank you in advance for those of you who decide to write in means the world. But let's get into today's episode with the very first of 2024 peak and valley of the week. Now it feels weird to do a peak and valley of the week considering I haven't recorded in a while because it's like I don't even remember what happened last week. Do you know what I mean? But my peak is that overall I'm excited. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling motivated. I'm like kind of this week is about getting my shit together. You know what I mean? And kind of dealing with all of the things that I had been putting off for so long. This is a week of getting those things done. So that's always good when you accomplish things that you've been putting off. Like I this morning I went and I got my passport picture taken to apply for my passport because it's expired. And that is just like something I've been putting off for literally years Like I just was like, I can't bring myself to do that. And I went into that today. So I feel really accomplished. So that's a good feeling. And just in general, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. Some other peaks were just seeing my family at Christmas. Obviously my brother came home from school. So that's been fun having him around. And I saw uh, a lot of my friends before Christmas and after Christmas, which was nice because they were back in the area. So that was, it was a good time. It was just a good time to be with people and be social. That's always kind of fun. And that's actually kind of something that I'm channeling in 2024. I'm going to be busy. There, I said it. Okay. That's kind of my new year's resolution is to just be busy. I think 
I'm just like, this is so weird. And I might've talked about this on here like a few months ago, but I am very much like an introvert and I am very content just being at home and being alone. Like I'm very independent and I, it just like, I don't, I don't get FOMO ever really. I just never, I can't stress that enough. Like I just am so content doing not much, if that makes sense. And recently, probably in the past, like maybe three months, I've just been feeling super like antsy. And I think it's probably a culmination of a lot of things, but I just am like, I want to be busy. I want to be out there. I want to be in the world. I need to, I need to get out. That's what I'm feeling. I need to get out. Um, and so I'm excited to be kind of channeling that in 2024 and living that hopefully. Um, I think it is going to be going to be a big year in that sense. And I am aspirationally busy, which is really exciting for me. Busy with fun stuff, but just busy. I just want to be busy. And I think for a person like myself to be craving that, it's really it's saying something and it's like, okay, girl, you got to figure it out and you got to go be busy. So that's kind of one of my new year's resolutions. But anyways, another peak or another life update actually that I wanted to share is that I am at present back to being dairy-free. Now I was never, okay. I was definitely not dairy-free for probably the last like month and a half of the year. I was just like not there. And I think because it was like Thanksgiving And I obviously ate dairy at Thanksgiving. And then also it was just like when you're busy and you're seeing people and you're like going out to eat and doing all these things, it's like just so much easier to be like, whatever, I'll just fucking order some cheese. (laughs) I'm just going to eat the cheese. Um, So it was just like easy for me to be like, whatever, I'm just going to not take this so seriously right now. And that was good in the sense that like, I wasn't like stressed when I went out to eat or anything. Not that I was ever stressed about going out to eat and like ordering something dairy free, but it's just like so much more enjoyable when you can like order something with cheese on it. Do you know what I mean? Um, And then I knew that like with Christmas coming up, it's like, I'm going to, I want to make cookies. I want to make good cookies that taste like cookies because they have two sticks of butter in them. Like that's something I'm looking forward to. And towards the end of it, I was just feeling like so bad. (laughs) It had like kind of all caught up to me because when I would go like a day when I was dairy free, like really hardcore and I would like eat dairy for a day, I would feel like kind of shitty, but like I'd bounce back. You know what I mean? After eating so much dairy for so long, I was like, no, this is not okay. So I am back to being dairy free, which is a good thing. It is a good thing. And I also am kind of gluten-free right now just because I'm gluten-free by association because my mom is gluten-free. So I'm just, I'm just kind of gluten-free and dairy-free right now, which again is a good thing. It is a good thing. And I've only been doing this for uh, two days and I like already feel a little bit better. So I'm just going to lean into that as much as I can. And I think going any kind of changing your diet in any capacity is only hard at the beginning because it's like you can't go for the things that you used to eat all the time. Um, But when I was dairy-free last year, after a couple of weeks and after figuring out things that are really good substitutes, you just kind of get used to it and it becomes normal. So I'm just kind of pushing through this beginning part of it, but so far so good. So no complaints really. My valley of the week is kind of just like the total antithesis of what my peak was because with getting organized and doing all of the things that I've been putting off it's like I was putting it off for a reason you know what I mean because it's like generally unpleasant or kind of overwhelming and so that's just like not fun for me and I I've said it so many times I hate admin like I hate anything pertaining to that I hate replying to emails I hate even freaking going to get my passport just like getting all the documents together like that stresses me out for no reason I don't know what it is but I just like hate doing things like that and I have like a lot more of those things to do so I'm just kind of dreading those but it's it's one of those 
things where it's like, I know once it's over, I will feel literally so much better. And like a weight has been lifted off my shoulder. So I just need to kind of persevere and push through. But that's kind of where I'm at right now. My Pass the Ox song of the week. I've been listening to New Year's Day by Taylor Swift nonstop ever since New Year's Eve, I would say. I just, that is a song that I truly forget about which is crazy because we all know I'm a reputation girly, but like, I don't know. It's just like, it's very much not a reputation song. Like it's kind of an outlier, I would say on that album. And so when I go to listen to like reputation and like be in the reputation mindset, like that's not a song I'm gravitating towards, but I love that song so much. And I just kind of like rediscover my love for it. I feel like every new year's. And so that has been that's been amazing. Such a great song. Um, also a great reminder that you can be this week's passenger of the week in one of two ways. You could take a picture of your the screen in your car if you are listening to this episode on Monday. And you can also send me a parked car convos related meme, preferably to this episode, but it could be some sort of ongoing theme. Um, we've had some really good meme submissions so far. Another great reason to be following the podcast on Instagram because it's just funny and entertaining. It really is because you guys are funny and entertaining. So make sure to send in those pictures or memes if you want to be this week's passenger of the week. Okay, let's get into our ins and outs for 2024. I think I'm going to start with what's out so we can kind of end on like a more positive now and talk about the things that are in. And like I said, I maybe I didn't say this. I did a video on the things that are out, um, the things that I said I was leaving in 2023. So some of you have probably seen some of these, but then I'm going to read your outs too. So my outs were people who don't get it. And that's with a capital G, capital I. I have never really despised a a genre of person more than the people who don't get it. And this pertains to so many different things. The people who don't get um, the joke, the people who just don't kind of, you either get it or you don't. And like, I wholeheartedly believe that as a fact. And it's almost indescribable. I really can't explain it in any way that's more clear cut than like you either get it or you don't. And I'm so sick of dealing with the people that don't get it. It's just like such a waste of time. And I don't like associating with these people in any capacity. Um, Something else that we're going to leave out is weird health trends. I feel like every month there's an entire new trend on social media that is like so weird and so kind of like out there and it's like eat 45 blueberries per day and you'll start seeing these health benefits. And I'm just sick of it because I fall for it every single time. Every single time I fall for it. And I'm like, oh my God, what if this is it though? Like what if it works? Like I have to try it. Even no matter how stupid it sounds, I'm going to try it just because what if it does work? And I'm just so sick of it. And I'm so sick of how like lucrative that industry is because it preys on people's vulnerabilities and insecurities and, um, you know, just kind of anxieties in general. Cause it's like, Oh, if this is going to make me feel better. Why wouldn't I do it? And it's just like profiting off of, it's just gross at the end of the day. That's what it is. And I hate it. And it, they never work. You can buy as many products or foods or supplements. Like it's just not gonna it's not gonna work the way that you want it to work. So that for me is very much out in 2024 because I'm just I'm deciding I'm deciding right now in this present moment I'm not falling for it. Okay, mark my mark my words. We'll see, but mark my words. Being a hater, but in a weird way. Now, I think there is a healthy way to be a hater. Like there are times when even the even the best of us are a hater even if you're the most positive person in the world like you've been a hater at one point or another in your life and I think that's totally normal and totally fair and I think it's like stupid to kind of go the opposite direction with like toxic positivity and just making people feel like they have to be happy all the time and that they like that it's not good to have negative feelings towards something so I I am generally speaking pro hater, but in kind of like a funny, silly, goofy way, I think there's people that are haters in like a really deeply concerning way where it's like very all consuming and they're just like, it's almost kind of like, can you let people live their lives? Like, can you just 
take a minute and realize that like this actually doesn't concern you in any capacity and like it's so weird that you're having such a visceral reaction toward this so for me those people are out in 2024 because we just don't need that kind of negativity and I think I would actually argue that like being a hater and releasing that kind of anger or frustration or whatever the case may be like that's actually healthy and I think that ends up leaving you happier because it's like you're getting you're releasing all of this like pent-up frustration and anger whatever the case may be I think that's way healthier and leaves you with a much better mindset and kind of just life and like mood when you feel like you've kind of gotten everything off your chest and you've been able to hate in like a safe space like I think that's good but if you are just like a perpetually negative person mm -mm. and I can tell I because I feel like people talk about it on social media all the time, like being a hater. And it's like, I'm going to be a hater till the day that I die. And it's like, there are some people where I think to myself, oh, I, I'm pretty sure that consumes your entire life. And that's just not cute. It's not cute and it's not fun and it's not helping your life in any way, shape or form ever. Um, something else that's out is alternative feedback. That's always been out for me. I've always said I'm not open to alternative feedback and I really am just not. And something else that I'm like genuinely trying to stop doing myself is there will be times when I will ask for people's opinions. Let me be clear, not the internet, like friends and family. There will be times when I ask for people's opinions and in my mind, I've already, I know what I'm going to do. Like I've made up my mind and it's like, why am I asking just for validation, I guess. But it's like, that's so stupid because then what if someone tells you to do the opposite thing? It's just like not worth it. And if I've made up my mind and like made my peace with that, then why am I asking for other people's opinions? So I'm not asking for other people's opinions if I really, if I've made up my mind, because that's just like a waste of everyone's time. And I'm just also not open to alternative feedback in 2024 at all. And whatever anyone else has to say is kind of, that's their problem that's their own prerogative to have something to say but it's not impacting me in any way shape or form saying this scratches part of my brain I hate that saying just because of the visual that naturally is produced in your mind scratching part of your brain disgusting nauseating that's sick and I just like can never think of a good enough, I would never think to use that. There's never anything that is scratching enough of an itch in my brain that I need to vocalize it. Similarly, I hate the phrase, I'll keep my eyes peeled. That's gross. That is gross, man. That's a gross thing to say. You're peeling your eyes? Ew. Ew, ew, ew. I don't know if that's a saying for a lot of, I don't know, is that like an American saying, but keeping your eyes peeled means that you'll be on the lookout for something. So I get it. Like I get it, but it's disgusting at the end of the day. So I'm not, we're not doing that anymore. Um, another thing that's out for me is buying aspirational spinach. This kind of is all encompassing. There's a lot of things that I buy at the grocery store because I'm like, oh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely eat that this week. I'll definitely be craving spinach this week. I'll definitely be craving Brussels sprouts later this week. And guess what? I never am. And I never end up using them. And then they go bad so quickly. Spinach, especially spinach goes bad so quick. It just becomes like gross and mushy and wet. And I hate it. Um, so I'm not going to be buying aspirational spinach or Brussels sprouts anymore or anything else for that matter. I'm just like, I'm only going to buy things when I need them and when I really want them when it comes to vegetables. So that's something that I am personally saying is out. Something else that's out is suffering in silence. People shouldn't do this ever for a lot of reasons, because I think if you vocalize your suffering, you will find one of two things. It will either you'll find solace, right? Or you will be providing entertainment to people in some capacity. And I think that's beautiful. Solace or entertainment. So no more suffering in silence, please. Um, something else that is out for me is the patriarchy. I'm done with it. It's tired. It's lame. It's had its moment. It's proven ineffective and really, really stupid. And so for that reason, we're leaving it in 2023. Something else that is out for me is dairy unfortunately, and also kind of gluten. So, I mean, I've already touched on this, but I just, it's just out and I wish it wasn't. I saw a video yesterday actually that was like, uh, 
maybe some girls saying like life's too short like put the whole milk in your coffee eat the bread and I was like this is the worst video for me to be seeing at this point in time in my life because I get that life is too short but like also my stomach hurts and I'm trying to make my stomach not hurt so for me life is actually very very long and I will not be eating the cow's milk I mean drinking the cow's milk um something else I'm leaving in 2023 is anxiety I just need to not be anymore and so I've decided that that is actually out for this year also something that's out is telling people that they remind you of another person I hate this this is like weirdly one of my biggest pet peeves and it's my pet peeve for a lot of reasons first of all if someone comes up to you and they're like oh my god you remind me of my cousin okay what the fuck do you want me to do with that information I hate when people say that one time this woman stopped me I was (laughs) I was out for a walk on this like nature trail headphones in and my mom gets mad at me when I walk with her at this trail because I don't say hi to people but it's because I smile and like nod at people instead because I always have my head headphones in so I can't hear what they say so it's stupid for me to be like hey because then half the time they would say like oh how are you and it's like I'm not even hearing you and then I look rude because I'm not replying to you so instead I just kind of smile and nod But there was this time that I was walking there and I had my AirPods in and I was walking by these two women and I smiled and then I heard her say something and I was like, is she talking to me or is she talking to her friend? And it was kind of hard to tell because I couldn't really hear the words that she was actually saying. And then I realized she was talking to me because she got so like emphatic and was like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And so I take my headphones out and I'm like, sorry. And she goes, are you Jane? It wasn't Jane. That wasn't the name she used, but it was someone else. And I was like, no. And she's like, oh my God, you remind me so much of Jane. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Why would you, first of all, if you don't even know who Jane is well enough to like decipher Jane from another human being, you shouldn't be stopping strangers asking if they're Jane. That's so weird. Like I'm not Jane. And I I hate when people say this. I feel like this happens maybe maybe too much where people are like, oh my God, I used to have a next door neighbor that looked just like you. Okay. Cause that's not a compliment. That's just a statement. And that's such a weird thing. Cause I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know how to react and I don't know your neighbor. So it's really not relevant to me in any capacity and you're a stranger to me. So I extra don't care. It's just weird. But I also hate it on social media. I think constantly people are like, you remind me so much of this other creator or like this other and it's like okay and I I get that I get making that comparison but it's like can we just like let people be their own people and it doesn't have to constantly be like oh my god you look like this person you remind me of this person like just let people exist let's stop comparing everyone to other people and saying that oh my god you remind me okay okay keep it to yourself like not everything has to be typed out that's something I'm big on in 2024 keeping things to ourselves like really and truly um all right let's see what is out for you guys in 2024 okay first up we have being super aesthetic all the time yeah that's not real that's not real it never has been real I think it's only real for like a very very small handful of people that are able to I think a lot of people derive peace from their life being like constantly clean and aesthetically pleasing but that isn't the reality of so many people and it's like such a weird it's such a weird thing that you only that only derives from seeing other people's lives do you know what I mean because otherwise you wouldn't think twice about whether or not your life or whatever was super aesthetic I don't know it's weird I I agree that's definitely out um, bad friends are out. So true. We're not making time for people that are not making time for us. And we're not making time for people that drain us and don't make us feel good about ourselves and don't celebrate our wins and aren't supportive and aren't kind. We're not making time for bad friends. Okay. In 2024, we're leaving that in the past. Cause think of how much time and energy is like drained from maintaining friendships that aren't really worth it and I'm not saying you have to like cut these people out of your life but it's just it's just not worth putting in all of that energy so we're not putting energy into anything that's kind of dead weight in 2024 I think that's the general rule of thumb 
uh, uncomfortable clothing. Couldn't agree more. We are prioritizing comfort in 2024. You heard it here first. All right, we have imposter syndrome very much out. We're leaving, similar to anxiety, I am leaving that in the past. Also, people pleasing, we're just leaving it in the past. It's just not who we are anymore. I think there actually is something to be said about the labels that we put on ourselves. And sorry for this weird philosophical rant, but it is really true. And there's definitely something to be said about it. Because for a long time, I personally labeled myself as someone who is constantly worrying about things, even though I just said that like, I'm such an anxious person. Um, I used to be like, oh my God, I'm such a worry wart. Like I can't not worry about things. I'm always stressed. I hate change. And I realized that like, where did that come from? Where did that come from? Why did I just start saying that about myself? And then why did I continue to perpetuate that narrative? That's so silly because that's not serving me. It's not serving me to frame myself in this lens of I'm so worried about everything and I hate change and all of it. Like that's not, first of all, that's not real. And that's also not helping me in any capacity. It's just kind of a crutch. It's kind of like an excuse almost. And I don't mean that to say <laughs> me saying I'm, I'm anxious is an excuse, but it's just kind of like a way to give yourself a buffer almost. And I think the same goes with being a people pleaser or being um, having imposter syndrome. It's like if you are constantly telling yourself like, oh, I just have the worst imposter syndrome or like, oh, I'm just such a people pleaser. Like there is power in just saying, no, I'm not like I'm not a people pleaser. I do the things that I put myself first. I'm very capable of that. I don't have imposter syndrome. I've worked hard to get here. I know what I'm doing. I think there is a lot of power in just kind of shedding those narratives. And obviously there's a lot more to it and it's not something that you can just change overnight. But I think to even just take the step to stop identifying with those things is massively helpful. And just say like, no, I'm not a people pleaser. I am a person who is able to put myself first. That's that's me. I've always been like that. I can do that. That's totally fair. I am not an anxious person. I like change and I'm able to lean into change. And I am prepared for whatever comes my way. Like that's so much more empowering than putting yourself in this kind of limiting box. Anyways, no one asked, but (laughs) another person actually said hating just to hate. So true. This is what I'm saying. We're hating is out. Being a hater is so out. Uh, Family vloggers out. Obviously out. They've been out. Okay. I love this one. It says explaining your no is out, which I love. And I think this also circles back to being a people pleaser. It's like if someone asks you to do something or to go somewhere and you don't want to, you say no and then you come up with this like a whole excuse or even if you even if you can't actually make it or do that thing, you say no but you feel the incessant need to explain why you can't do that and why you can't go there or do whatever it is. And I also I feel like that's just something that women struggle with so much more than men too and we just need to stop we need to stop explaining ourselves because no is a complete sentence. You can just say no. And I think that's so important to kind of remember. Uh, looking at my phone, laptop, and TV screen all at once, like just pay attention to one distraction. So true. That is so true. Actually, not going to lie, when I, I need to get back into my slime era because... <laughs> such a Such a crazy thing to say. But when I was in my slime era a few weeks ago... I was doing so much better about not going on my phone while I'm watching something else, which is like so embarrassing to need help with. Like that's such an embarrassing thing, but clearly a lot of other people struggle with it too. So when I was watching something on like my iPad, because I'm an iPad child, I was playing with slime. And so it gave me something to do and something to like occupy my hands kind of. So I wasn't on my phone because you can't be on your phone and sliming at the same time. That's crazy and reckless and irresponsible. And also just like, it would be really hard to do. But also I was like watching my show and I don't know, there's something about that that was really nice. So I need to I need to break up my slime again because that was actually really helpful. And I, I am really trying to just focus on on one thing at a time and lowering my screen time in the sense of not being on two screens at the same time because that's just insane. Even like last night I was doing um, the treadmill. We have like a treadmill in our basement and I always have my iPad with like my AirPods and that's when I'm like watching a show or something while I do the treadmill. And I always have my phone downstairs with me too. And I'm like literally walking on the treadmill. Okay, so doing some sort of movement and 
scrolling something on my phone and watching a TV show, like there's no need to be doing all of that. Like I, so last night I left my phone away from me and I was like, stop, you don't need to be doing so many things at the same time. It's just not, it's not worth it. Someone said staying up until 5am. Yeah. We're, we're getting better sleep routines. I think in 2024, that's something I'm looking forward to even over, I like say Christmas break, even though it wasn't Christmas break in any capacity because I, I am not in school, so I don't have, I'm not in literally middle school, so I don't have Christmas break anymore. But over Christmas break, I feel like my sleep routine was so bad because I was just like staying up really late because it felt like time didn't count. Time didn't matter in that like week and a half span. And so I was going to bed really late and I was like sleeping in because I didn't have anything to do like early in the morning. Um, which was nice, but it's been kind of hard to get back into a normal sleep schedule. So I've been going to bed really early because I am a morning person and I actually do like waking up early. It's just hard to kind of readjust to that. So we're getting a better sleep routine in 2024. Someone said being embarrassed. There's simply no time for that. So true. So true. Someone else said not showing up for your future self, being mean to yourself. Like, yes, This is just like not something we have time for in 2024. It's out. It's just like, it is such a colossal waste of time when you think about like all the time that you spent being mean to yourself. What is that? What is that for? All of the time you spent being so embarrassed about something you did that literally no one noticed, by the way. Like what a waste of time. And I know it's like so much easier said than done because I think a lot of us are just natural overthinkers and it's like you can't get it out of your head once it's in your head but it is it is worth noting that it's like it's just there's so much time that you can be dedicating to other happier things than being mean to yourself or being embarrassed or overthinking every little thing that you do it's just not worth it in the long run I've seen a lot of men are out for 2024 and also dating apps. I think those two things are probably going hand in hand for a lot of people. So you heard it here first. Someone else said coming up with excuses for declining invites to go out with friends and family, etc. No is enough. Wow. I love that this is like a common theme and a lot of people have said people pleasing too. So that's, that's really cool. I love that we're all kind of on this train together. That's fun. All right, I'm just going to rapid fire through a few more of these. We have toxic boy moms, obviously. Uh, Stanley Cups, so true because they're not out. Let me just say, I don't think Stanley Cups are out. Like I have one. I use it every single day religiously. It is at present my comfort water bottle. I think people's obsession with Stanley Cups is weird. I think that's gone too far. So I think in that sense, they're out like obsessing over Stanley Cups is out and owning like 1500 of them is that's so stupid it is so stupid someone said narcissism someone said toxic relationships bad energy uh less than eight hours of sleep every night someone said clean girl slash no makeup routine like the no makeup makeup I totally understand where this person is coming from and that has always been out for me um And let me explain. It's because I'm very much an all or nothing person when it comes to makeup. Like if I am taking the time to sit down and do my makeup, I'm going to be full glam because why wouldn't I be? Because it's like so much more fun for me to do personally. But also if I don't want to, if I want to make it look like I'm not wearing makeup, I just won't wear makeup. I have tried so many times to do like the no makeup makeup and I just like never end up liking it on myself. So I feel like I'm I'm just kind of a one or the other, but it's funny because as aforementioned, I went and got my passport picture taken this morning and I really tried to do like a no makeup makeup look because I was like, I can't obviously do full glam for this passport picture because that's not what I will look like in an airport setting and I have to be realistic with myself, but it was like, it was really hard for me because I was like, I am not good at this and I found myself reaching for the lash glue. And I did put on like a very tiny baby lash just in like the far corner of my eye. So it's not like full lashes or anything. And then for eyeliner, which I probably, probably there was no need for that. Um, But there was incessantly in my mind, I didn't use black eyeliner. I used dark brown. So that's me being natural. That's me in my natural state. So I agree because it's always been out for me, but other people 
it looks so good on other people. But I also like I loved makeup circa 2016 when everyone was doing like full glam just because it was so fun to watch and to like see what other people were doing and try and like recreate those looks on yourself like that. It, it is objectively more fun to do full glam and to get to like experiment with all these different things. Whereas like clean girl makeup, it's just like one it's pretty much one look always. And so I do think the full glam is more fun and it's more creative in that sense. And it was, it was more exciting to be like following along. Uh, pickleball is out for some people. Pickleball. I mean, I get it. It did seem like we were like kind of inundated with the pickleball for a while, but maybe this person in particular has a lot of friends that play pickleball. And so they try to get her to play pickleball a lot. That could be that could be the case. In which case, I understand that because that's frustrating when you're like, listen, pickleball is out. It's over people. It's way over. But generally speaking, I think just let people enjoy their hobbies. Like, that's fine. Someone said belt bags. No. Nope. Those aren't out. Thank you so much. Um, excessive spending slash impulse purchases. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm actually going to touch on that with one of my ins for 2024. So we'll come back to that. We'll circle back. Uh, weddings. Okay. <laughs> Can people, I, the Institute of Marriage is out in 2024. Uh, Florida is out. Okay. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but I get it. I do get it at the end of the day. A few people also said apologizing when you don't need to, or like apologizing for something that like isn't your fault. So true. And I, I really do get this vibe that everyone is over being a people pleaser this year, which is kind of fun. I love for us to just all lean into that collectively. It is so true. I say sorry for the stupidest things. I also say thank you for the stupidest things. Do you know what I mean? One time, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast because it's like so random and very unimportant, but that's literally never stopped me before. One time when I was going to Pilates, I got like the best parking spot. It's usually so busy when I get there right before class and I got the best parking spot right in front of the studio and I went to leave Pilates and there was this gigantic like 18 wheeler moving truck parked directly behind my car, like fully perpendicular to my car. I could not get out if I tried. There was like a foot between my the back of my car and this moving truck and so I had to go to this business that was like next door that they were clearly moving this stuff into and I was like oh you're blocking me from leaving can you go move your truck and they were like oh yeah sure so they like come out and it was so funny because it was like probably six movers and for whatever reason all of them came out to move the truck, which like obviously wasn't necessary. You would just need the one person you would think to move it. And so I go over to my car and I like sit in my car and start my car and I'm waiting for them to move it. They finally move it. And I was like, I had my window down cause it was summer and I was like, thanks so much. And I'm like, why am I thanking them? <laughs> Is that fucked up? But like also like, okay, you blocked me in which was rude and stupid of you if I'm speaking my truth. And then I'm like, thanks so much. Like, oh, oh, you guys are the best. Like, no, for not like holding me hostage. Like they just, they just move their truck. It wasn't something I needed to be overly grateful for. I'm not being overly grateful for anything in 2024 when this episode takes a turn. It's like gratitude is out. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Let's get to our ins. I'm going to start with my ins. Okay, I only have three, but I think you guys will be able to fill in the gaps with yours. So first up, gatekeeping. We are gatekeeping in 2024. I'm so sick of everyone. I think we know too much. We know way too much about products and where they're from and how to consume them. And it is just like an over inundation of seeing all of this, like we need to normalize gatekeeping. It was so much more fun when someone had this like really cool top on and you had to go find where the top was from because they were gatekeeping it. And now it's like everyone is shoving so much information on how to buy things in your face constantly. And that is like so, it's just too much. And so this kind of plays into not, not buying anything impulsively and not making any stupid purchases. And I'm really, this is something I'm really trying to do because I think it's just like, we are, we're truly up against it. You know what I mean? Like everything is going against us not spending money, if that makes sense. 
everyone wants us to spend so much money on so many different things constantly, literally constantly. Like it is so insane. And I think we all need to kind of take, take a breather, take a step back. And I've been thinking a lot about this recently because of the, um, the discourse that's been happening specifically on TikTok about how there's so many like teenage, not even teenage, like tween girls in Sephora and Ulta all the time buying these like expensive ass makeup products that are like a treat for a middle-aged woman. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like that's like a splurge for a for a middle-aged woman that's fully employed. Like why are these people, why are these children having access to this? And it was making me think because I feel like when you were a kid, for me personally, so I'm 25. So like, let's say 10 years ago when I was 15. First of all, if I was buying makeup then, which I wasn't because I went to an all girls Catholic high school and not a single soul wore makeup to high school. So I like didn't need makeup in any capacity. But if I were to get makeup, like a tube of mascara, it obviously would have been from Target. It would have been from Target and I would have been obsessed with it and it would have been like everything and more. To imagine being a 15-year-old girl and being like, I guess I got to go to Sephora to get all of my skincare and my makeup. Like to have a full-fledged skincare routine as a 15-year-old that involves like retinol, babe, you're not aging you're not, you are not needing anti-aging technologies at this point in time. It is just like so insane, but it's just been making me think of like, I think for so many, especially women, just because I think consumerism is oftentimes heavily directed at women, but you think of like the natural trajectory that you take because it's like when you're younger, you're shopping at like I said, like Target for makeup and getting like drugstore makeup. And then it's like you get a little bit older, you start making your own money, you start, you know, buying a few more things that are a little bit expensive. And then you kind of are like working your way up. And then when you're an adult with like your own money and like a full-time job, you are buying stuff from Sephora if you want, if that's something that you want to be spending your money on, if that's something that you enjoy. Like for me personally, I do enjoy it. But it's like crazy because it's like, these girls are doing this when they're like 12 and it's, it's just nuts. Cause it's like, where do you go from here? Do you know what I mean? Like, how are you working yourself up in any capacity? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that's so odd. Cause it's like, it's just like, there's no, there's nothing aspirational about it. It's just like instant gratification. It's like, Oh, I'm not going to wait until I'm like a financially stable, like adult to be doing that. I'm just going to get it now when I'm 12. Like that's crazy. It's so crazy. And I just think I need to be a rule that I heard someone talk about once that I think is really, really good to think about, especially if you are prone to impulse buying is because I think for a lot of us impulse buying, we're like seeing things on social media and then we're buying it right away. Something that I am trying to implement is when I see something that I want to buy, I'm going to wait a week. And if I actually still want it after that week, then maybe I'll buy it. But so many times it's just because you want the instant gratification of it all. And you just think, oh, I saw this person using this product and that looks really cool and I want to try it. And so I'm going to buy it right now and it'll be here in a few days. And like that, it's like a rush, which is so, it is so concerning. But I'm just, I've been thinking about that a lot recently because there are definitely things that I've bought before and I'm like, what? And why did I buy this? And why did I buy this? And if I had given myself a few extra days and like the hype had died down around that product and I like wasn't being forced to see it all the time on social media, I wouldn't have cared. And so I think that's something that hopefully we can all implement if that's a issue for us is just like give it a breather, give it a sec, see if you still want it in a week. And if you still want it, and I'm talking about things obviously that like aren't absolute necessities, like if you're buying socks, like go for it, knock yourself out. But I feel like there's so many things that like I just see and I buy right away because of the instant gratification and not because I've actually taken time to decide whether or not I want it. So just a, maybe a helpful trick for some people, hopefully. Also something that's helped me 
in the past that I just did recently is I used to have all of these apps for like stores like I had like the Sephora app and I had the Urban Outfitters app and like all of those and I deleted those from my phone recently so now if I wanted to go look for something on like Urban Outfitters I have to like physically go to their website which obviously is not that much more of a process at all but I would find myself just going on these apps mindlessly almost as if I was like just scrolling through, just doing some kind of like window shopping, but then I would end up buying things. And so I took those apps off my phone because it's like, if it's not there, I won't see it as much. And so that's, maybe that's another helpful hint again that no one asked for. Um, Okay. Another in for 2024 replying to text. I have gotten so bad at replying to texts and emails. I just am so bad at it. And like, I will see it come in and a lot of the times it's so low stakes and it's not even anything that I have to be like pondering and like giving some thought to in any capacity and I just take forever to reply and it's rude and it's annoying and then it ends up stressing me out so much more because now it's like oh my god why did I wait a whole day to reply to this person like now I've made it weird and now I'm stressed about it even more so now I push it off even more and it just becomes this whole thing. So one of my goals for 2024 is to be replying to people when I see it or just like within a timely manner. Because even there's sometimes where I'll be like, say, cooking and I like get a notification on my watch or something and I'm like, oh, I need to reply to that person when I'm done cooking. And then I just never do. And then weeks go by and I'm it's just so bad. It just gets so out of control. So I'm going to be better about replying to texts and emails in 2024. Something else that is in for 2024 is common sense and just like general competence. If you are a competent human being, like, yes, sign me up. I think we just all need to be a little bit more competent. I just feel like we should no longer make ourselves available to be assisting people that are lacking common sense and competence in any way shape or form like I just don't have time I don't have time I just can't stand it it's like my biggest pet peeve ever is when people like are not resourceful in any capacity and they like can't put something together on their own I hate that and so I'm not making time for that in 2024 so if you do have common sense congrats you're in this year. That's awesome for you. Okay. Some more ins from you guys. We have reading before bed. Such a good one. Such a good habit to get into. It'll get your screen time down. It'll make you probably feel better. Also reading puts me to sleep a lot. Not that I think reading is boring in any capacity, but I'm just like a lot more likely to just kind of naturally start to doze off if I'm reading a book versus if I'm like watching something on TV or if I'm scrolling on my phone. So I think that's definitely helpful. And then you can read some more books too. So it's a win-win. Eating better. So true. Hashtag dairy-free, hashtag gluten-free, spontaneity. So true. Also, that's definitely in. Just like saying yes to things more, I think for me as a person who's aspiring to be busy, like that's definitely something I'm trying to lean into is like the saying yes of it all. (laughs) This person wrote doing less. (laughs) Like, okay, no, that's kind of the opposite. But definitely for some people that is, is definitely the case. Like you need to be doing less, resting more. I totally get that personally for me, not the case, but love that for you. Um, someone else said being content with doing nothing. (laughs) when my goal is like the anti-goal of everyone else I'm like I want to be busy busy go 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 and everyone's like I'm staying home and doing nothing and being happy with it I get it and I see you and I hear you and that's just been me for the last few years bagels and then someone else put making bread do you guys hate me I'm kidding no one knows that I'm gluten-free yet so you don't hate me but it's just funny um saying no is in so true hot girl walks always Hawk girl walks are never not going to be in. They're just so fun. And I think anytime I go like a couple days without going for a walk, I just like feel less, I don't know what the word is. Like I just feel like, I guess just like less productive because I think it helps give me a routine if it's like, okay, every single day I'm going for a walk and I'm, you know, it's just becomes part of what you do. And I think that'll help to build a routine if you incorporate a hot girl walk in so fun. It never gets old really going for a walk and like listening to one of my favorite podcasts will never not get old ever. Speaking of listening to my favorite podcast, actually, I, one of you guys reached out to me 
um, last week and said, oh my God, did you hear that JC from what we said mentioned you in this week's episode of what we said? And I was like, oh my God, no, because I'm so behind on podcasts because of the holidays and everything. And I just, I naturally listen to so much, so many less podcasts this time of year just because it's cold out. And so I'm not walking as frequently or as long as I do in the summer, but my queen, JC Marie Smith over at what we said, which a lot of you guys know has long been one of my all time favorite podcasts. She gave me a shout out last week in the pod. So that was really cool. So fun. And also people always ask, what are the podcasts that I listen to? What we said is an all time favorite of mine has been for a really long time. And also the girls bathroom. Those are like my two that like every single week, I do not miss those ones. And I also, obviously I love ready to be petty, which is Tori's podcast. That's all about pop culture, super fun. And it keeps me up to date and kind of in the know, which I love, but those are the ones that are constantly kind of in my circulation. What else do we have sleeping enough? Yeah. See, people are just like in, they're in the mood to sleep and I get that. Also, I saw something recently and I don't know how, like, I mean, it makes sense. I think this girl was saying that, um, she has friends that she was talking to and and the friends were saying that like, they're just like so tired recently and they feel so kind of like burnt out. And she was noticing that they were basically trying to do the same thing all year round. So like the same amount of like physical activity and being outdoors and like doing all that stuff that you do in the summer, they're trying to like still do the same amount in the winter when it's like, that's just not as possible because a, there's not as much daylight. So you don't have as much time in a day to be outdoors and to be, you know, if, if you like to run outside or walk outside or whatever the case may be, she was just saying that it's like impossible to do, to have the same summer routine in the winter. Like that's just not going to work. And I've been thinking about this a lot because as we all know, I'm obsessed with Norway (laughs) and I'm obsessed with kind of this like Norwegian concept of like really leaning into winter because they have like literally no sunlight right now Um, and they really celebrate winter and make it kind of it's like it it is as it should be its own thing because it's like so different from summer and it's like kind of stupid of us to think that we could keep up the same levels of intensity and activity and um, just kind of like general levels of merriment that we have in the summer in the winter because just the elements are kind of against us so she was saying in this video to lean into the fact that it's cold and lean into the fact that this is a time for like rest and hibernation and, you know, tone down your levels of activity and things like that, which I really like. I like the idea of like celebrating winter and like having different routines in the winter because that's really the only like feasible thing you can do. All right. Someone said going to the library, free books, people. So true. Libraries are in. You heard it here first. Um, doing something you love, even if it isn't perfect. This is great, especially if you are uh, like trying to incorporate some sort of hobby, a new hobby into 2024. I think this is such an important thing to remember because, because of, well, capitalism, because I think we have this notion that if we pick up a hobby, we have to either be making money from it or be like phenomenal at it, which is insane. You can do things just because they're fun and you don't have to be good at it. Like I love to do, I love to paint. I love to like do arts and crafts. I'm not good at them in any capacity, but it's just like fun to do and I enjoy it. And so I do those things from time to time. And it's important to kind of take that pressure off of yourself when it is an incredibly low stakes situation at the end of the day. Uh, Setting boundaries is in. So true. Actually taking a lunch break. Girl, if you are out here not taking a lunch break, I swear, I swear to God, take your lunch break. Um, Eating when you're hungry. Also very true. Therapy is in making your bed is in, eh, sorry, I'm just like not, I'm not a, a bed maker at the end of the day. That's something I need to, maybe that'll be my new year's resolution. It is now fully like January, what, 8th and I'm starting a new year's resolution. Maybe, who knows? Um, someone said pretty mocktails before bed. I've been seeing this a lot recently. Actually, I started to drink, um, 
you've definitely seen this all over TikTok. Not me trying to get you to buy something now. I'm not. I'm not at all trying to get you to buy something. I'm just telling you something that's been working for me, I think, is uh, the brand is Moon Juice and they have, oh, what's it called? Moon Juice. I'm looking it up. It's like this magnesium powder. Oh, it's called Magnesium. Magnesium. Um, and it's this like powder that you mix into like water and you drink before bed and it has magnesium and some other things in it that are supposed to promote relaxation and get you to sleep. Um, I have been taking that every night before bed for the last like week. And I do think, I think I've been sleeping a lot more deeply. So that is always a good thing. Uh, so, and I think I've been seeing a lot of other people that are making little drinks for themselves before bed, not alcoholic drinks with like cherry juice because cherry juice is supposed to be good for sleep and like a few other things. So normalize that and maybe that'll help you sleep better. And I think also anything that's kind of promoting a routine is a good thing. So if like that's something that you do every night before bed, then you'll start to think, okay, this is bedtime. It's time to go to bed. And I think that'll ultimately end up helping you in any capacity. Daily movement, perfect. I love that. I love a goal like that because it's it feels a lot more attainable than saying like, okay, I'm going to work out, you know, four times a week for an hour each. Like it's so much more, it's so much, it feels so much less daunting to say, okay, I'm just going to prioritize moving my body every single day. So I love that. So good for you if that's something that you are prioritizing. Someone said fun workouts. Love that. Try new things. Find new hobbies. I've been kind of off my Pilates game for the past month and a half or so. Um, so I'm going to be trying to get back into that, which is fun because it's it's just like another way to work out that I think is fun. And also I think workout classes in general, if you are able to take them, I think they just it's so much better if you're getting into working out because a, it holds you accountable. Cause it's like you book it, you have to go right. Cause you can't cancel or you won't want to cancel. Cause there's like a cancellation fee, but also because it like gives you like a guaranteed 45 minutes of doing something. Whereas like sometimes I feel like I would, when I used to have like a gym membership, I would go to the gym and I would just be like, I am just like not in the mood to be here right now. But I like made myself go for some reason. And then I just end up doing like a half-assed workout. So I think it's nice to have a workout class because it's like someone else is crafting this workout for you that you do. Um, so that's fun. And I think it holds me accountable personally. Staying in on weekends. Love that. If that's your truth. Taking trips. I definitely want to be traveling more in 2024. And I think for me, again, a big part of the reason why I don't travel is because of the admin of it all. Like orchestrating a trip is so much more is so daunting to me that I'm like, eh, and I just put it off and put it off. So we are traveling more in 2024. Someone said releasing two pods per week, girl. If you knew how long it takes me to produce one episode, I hope that you wouldn't be asking me (laughs) to make another one. Um, And you also please remember from the bottom of my heart, I have done 85 or so episodes completely where I have not made a single cent off of them. So just keep that in mind because I am hopefully going to be monetizing this podcast at some point in the near future, but it is a lot of work to be consistently putting in for free, but potentially, potentially more than one episode a week for Patreon question mark. Maybe who's to say, who's to say what's coming in 2024. Um, okay. What else is in? We're going to rapid fire through some other ones. Me, I'm in Maddie Mitchell. That's so iconic. Thank you so much. Uh, Jacob Alordi. Has he ever not been in? He's in always. Gypsy Rose is in. So true. Making lists, being on time, being slightly unhinged. I mean, yeah, totally. Cheese nights where everyone brings cheese over and you gossip. I would love that, but I am dairy free, unfortunately. Uh, kinder Instagram comments. I personally would love that. I would love that so much. Um, immediately walking away from rude people with little to no explanation. So true. Someone said pizza rolls. Do you guys think they make gluten-free and dairy-free pizza rolls? <laughs> Asking for a friend. Uh, sitting up straight. Okay, good posture is in. I could get behind that for sure. Structured schedules. I do think that that is the key for so many people, including myself. Having structure is important. Um, Pilates, so true. Skincare regimen, 
journaling. I love that for you personally. I can never journal. I'm so bad at journaling. Therapy, duh, duh, duh. Accepting that I'm not a morning person. Okay. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. Shooting your shot. I love that for you. We're taking chances. 2024 is the year of taking chances, in my opinion. Thank you to everyone who wrote in because that was really helpful. But I hope that we're all feeling inspired for 2024 and we're feeling like this is going to be a good year. I hope that's kind of the general the general consensus amongst all of us here at Parked Car Combos. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I will chat with you next week.